Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97 candles on the birthday cake this year for Joseph Mongelli from North Bergen, New Jersey. And he can blow them out. He is fit, sharp, and spry. The guy upstairs is taking care of me. Mongelli was born in 1920 in West Hoboken. It doesn't exist anymore. It's now Union City. No cars on his street back then. Everybody came around with a horse and wagon. The fishman came around. The fellow that sold linen came around. There was a sharp guy that came around with a scissor. You know, used to sharpen scissors. 35 years after the time when most people retire, Mongelli still works full-time delivering buses. It's something like his third career. No, I can't stop it. I love it. I love it. It gives me purpose and something to do. I get up in the morning. I don't want to sit down and watch a boob tube like most people. Most of my people, a friend, they're all past. Yeah. They retire and goodbye, they're gone. Yeah. You've got to stay active. Yeah. You've got to stay busy. I'm up at 3 o'clock every morning. I get on the computer till 5, and I come to work. When he's not working, Joseph Mongelli is a tireless crusader for the USS Ling, the hard luck submarine and floating museum in the Hackensack River that is in desperate need of a new home. More about that later. First, let's go back in time, right after the attack on Pearl Harbor. When the war broke out, I said to myself, well, I have to go fight for my country and my family and my good friends. Joseph Mongelli volunteered, joined the Navy, and requested submarine duty. Life to me was four hours in the bunk, four hours out. We call them hot bunks. There weren't enough bunks on the submarine to accommodate 67 men. But on the submarine, we had AC, air conditioning. We had an ice cream machine. I used to make ice cream. Once about every two weeks, each guy would take a turn at cooking. We had one mess cooker board and one pharmacist made a board. And we'd make the dish that our people used to feed us years ago. We had German food, Italian food. We had all kinds of food. <laughs> And it was great. We loved it. What did you like to cook? Well, I cooked sausage, meatballs, brajol, spaghetti. And I used to cook, my God, 67. Can you imagine how many times I had to fill that pot to make the spaghetti? <laughs> but we had a lot of it. We enjoyed it. It was great. Was it claustrophobic to no, be? No, no. Before you get into submarine service, you check for that. You have to go to very, very stringent physical. No flat feet. You can't be claustrophobic. You got to be able to swim up 100 feet, down 100 feet. There was a tower in London, Connecticut. It's still there, I believe. And what you do is go in the chamber. You got to take 150 pounds of pressure to see if you can maintain your lungs can handle it. He served aboard the USS Lapon for more than three years in the Pacific. I was on board for seven war patrols. And how so many I ships were sunk? During that, uh, during that time, 26 ships were sunk. Two destroyers, one submarine chaser, the balance were cargo and ammunition ships. 
And by the way, we hit an ammunition ship at night when we were on the surface, and that thing blew up and lit up the whole sky. We could see everything going on in that ship when it was hit. People running around the deck, you know, jumping overboard. And it was a horrible sight, but, you know. Well, you said it earlier. You said war is, is a horrible thing. Yes, war. Killing anybody is horrible. I don't care who it is, whether they're enemy or not. There's got to be another way to negotiate anything, you know. Yeah. War is for the birds. You didn't take pleasure in... in, in no, that. not at all. I was very, very unhappy. I used to get back in my bunk at night and picture all these poor guys in the water and those that got killed and drowned, you know, and pictured myself with the same situation. Depth charges terrified them. But you could feel that everything shake. Sometimes you blew a valve off, you blew the lights out. You know, you had a leak here, a leak there, but we managed to survive by putting pressure in the boat and holding the water out till we could make repairs. And we had depth charge plugged. We had a see and stop valve for every discharge valve going overboard. And what we do, we have a wooden plug, which is taped in a wooden mallet, and we bang it in there and put pressure in that compartment, seal the compartment door, put pressure in that compartment, and hold the water out until we make the repairs. The enemy wasn't the only threat at sea. I'm on the surface at night with charging battery, and the monsoons developed. And that was a tough situation because you go up maybe 60 feet with the bath, and then you dive under the 60 feet, and the props would come out of the water, and the submarine would vibrate, like that. So now I got my glasses on in front of me, my binoculars, and I'm saying, God, what did the skipper dive this damn thing? So the, the glasses come back and hit me, and my, my mouth is bleeding, and all of a sudden I hear, oh, go, oh, go, dive, dive. So I jumped from there down on the deck and the submarine was this way. I hit this way and I dislocated my left knee. A small price to pay, he says, when so many others gave their lives. We had 3,115 submarines that were all volunteer people, by the way, that lost their lives in World War II on 52 submarines. And what we're trying to do, because some of it's pretty close to me, like the half of the crew that we lost on a grayback. I want to keep the memorial going and see if we can raise enough money, you know, no matter how, but it has to be through some kind of a foundation to make this a national historical site. To make the USS Ling a national historic monument. We feel very, very strongly about trying to make this submarine a memorial for all time because it is a symbol of those men that lost their lives in World II. And we gotta honor and perpetuate their film. You know, it's very, very sad because if you're really close to some sailors and they're the buddy buddies of yours and you lost them, you know, you get kind of a lump in your throat once in a while when you think about it. So the memorial is very, very important to us. And we like to sustain it and keep it going and save the submarine. That is a difficult challenge. The former owner of the record allowed the Ling to moor along his property in Hackensack, but after more than four decades, the land is slated to be redeveloped. The Ling has to move, but it is sort of trapped. Well, it's going to take a lot of money because in the first place to move it out, it's going to have to be dredged if we have to move it. It does float. It does go up and down. Because when the tide is high, 
goes up, when the tide is down, it goes down, and it sits in the mud. But Sandy knocked the hell out of us. That's what started it all. Because the water came into the property seven feet, and it destroyed all our pertinent information inside our, our museum. We lost that forever. But seeing, thinking about the people in the area that lived in Moonock and Little Free and that, we felt that Sandy people should have been taken care of first because their homes were destroyed, their cars. I mean, the sub is a sub. What are you going to do about that? But later on, if they can afford to help us out, we'd appreciate it. But I don't see that coming in the near future because more important is the people. So Mongelli and a band of loyal veterans have devoted themselves to saving the USS Ling. They hope someone with a big heart and deep pockets can help the submarine sail once again to a new home, a permanent home, where it can serve as a memorial. I'm not giving up for nothing, no. Not me, no. I get a, lot, a little breath in my body, I'm going to keep pushing and plugging, see what I could do. In Hackensack, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.